After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh. Welcome to iRefresh, where we are empowering women, ordinary women, to do extraordinary things through the power of prayer and God's Word. And I'm Carrie Kittinger, and today I have with me Ann Hatton, and we are going to be discussing um, there might be some tears today. We're going to be mm-hmm. discussing a topic that um, that may be a difficult topic, but it is a topic that, um, Anne, you didn't think you wanted to be the expert on this. That's right. But uh, but you have become, and you have, you're have you an overcomer. And so I want to Thank talk you. to you today about your dad. Yes. Tell us a little bit about just your family history and, okay. and your dad, if you don't mind. Okay. So growing up, I really looked up to my dad. He taught me everything I know, like hunting and fishing. He taught me how to use tools oh and how to... Tear engines apart. I did, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of camo. Um, But I also knew how to, like, I I, I was kind of both, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, so he was my coach, and he taught me how to love and be loved, and he taught me how to fight and how to defend myself. Um, He was just an awesome guy. Like, my parents would always have parties over at the house um, for our students, and uh, classmates and they always called my parents mom and dad and Aww. it was just a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun. Was your yeah. dad a teacher? He wasn't. Okay. No, he okay. was in the, the heating and air business. So okay. um, no, they just, everybody just liked coming over and hanging out with them just because mm-hmm. he was a lot of fun. I mean, he right. had, he was the, the usual, you know, dad jokes type of guy. You know, he always had silly sayings and like cool beans. And if you're not living on the edge, then you're taking up too much space. I mean, he had like all those dad joke things right. going on. So Right. And do you find yourself saying some of those things um, now today too? I do sometimes like shut the door. We don't live in a barn. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yes. Yes. So sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, um, he liked to entertain. So he had customers and he had toys. He loved toys like guns and four wheelers. And Did you all live out of the country? Hunting. So you had land? We did it really. We had an or? acre okay. growing up. Okay. Um, and even whenever, whenever he moved, he didn't, uh, he didn't, my parents got a divorce and he moved to Arkansas, but he still didn't have it. But he always, I mean, he, he went to land, wherever there was land, right. he went to that. So an outdoorsman. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all the outdoors places always knew his name. They'd walk, he'd walk in and it was always, hi, Mr. Bruner, you know? Aww. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. He's, he was a lot of fun. So yeah, he liked entertaining. He liked, um, having people over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was just a good guy. Mm-hmm. When did you notice that maybe something wasn't quite the way that you thought it should be? So around my senior year, so before that, you know, I played a lot of sports. I played 11 years of softball, and I traveled with sports and stuff like that. So I never really saw my parents argue or fight. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. always happy. We went on family vacations. It was just we always had a good time. We did things together as a family and even collectively as, like, our outside family, like our extended family, you know, we got together with them once a month and we just always did stuff and right. it was always fun. So um, my senior year, um, my parents got in an argument, mm-hmm. my dad moved out. So I never really saw him start drinking right. until after he moved out. Now maybe he did, but it was a secret, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And so um, when he moved away, I noticed that the partying was was more and more um, frequent. Mm. Um, he would call intoxicated. Um, he would call while he was out, you know, partying and stuff like that. And I didn't talk to him for a while right. after he left because, you know, he left. It was my senior year. Um, my mom was extremely sad, you know, which, of course, yes. you know, that's 
that's just a given. They were married for almost 20 years, wow. you know. Absolutely. It was just a heartbreaking, mm. like, like Brady Bunch, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It was, yes. it was like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I noticed that he started drinking a lot, and anytime we'd go down there, I mean, even if we weren't of age, he, we were drinking too. It was just a thing to do, you mm -hmm. know. That my dad was a party animal, and you know. So, so you hadn't seen that really before, right? And then all of a sudden, this is you know new. Your parents are no longer under the same roof. Mm -hmm. They've divorced, and yes. your dad is kind of going down a different road, and mm -hmm. and really taking taking you with him. And yes, at some point, yes, because he made it look fun. Right. I mean, he was always the fun, the fun dad. So we would go to the hunting lodge, and we would drink all night, and then, you know, somebody would take us out to our duck blind in the morning, and really sometimes we'd never go to sleep. Wow. You know, and I just thought that that's what you were supposed to do, and um, I just, I didn't know any better, really. Mm -hmm. Were there siblings as well with you, or was this just you and your so, dad? So, um, my sister, like I said, it, it took us a long time to get used to him mm -hmm. leaving, and I didn't talk to him for probably about a year, okay. maybe a little longer, and I think it took my sister a little longer mm -hmm. than that, mm -hmm. um, but my sister wasn't really... She wasn't the hunting and fishing type. She liked to right. go fishing and right. stuff, but not really so much hunting. Mm -hmm. And she was also going to college, and she had moved away for a little while. And so um, she couldn't get away as much as I could. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why I, I was going down there a little more. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit. If, and I know this is, this is probably can stir up some emotions mm -hmm. and um, and that's okay because you're human and you're more than human, you're wonderful. Thank you. So, Thank you. But tell me a little bit um, th about the night of your dad's accident. Okay, so um, it was a Thursday, um, July 15th, and I had been at work. He had called me several times. Um, I, was, I had talked to him several times. My air conditioner had gone out and my dad knew everything. I mean, to me, he knew everything. Right, oh yeah. You know, so, um, I called him, he was talking to my fiance at the time, now husband, several times that day and whenever he was calling I was like, oh my gosh, he's calling again, I'm trying to make dinner, <laughs> you know, I've got so much stuff to do and um, I hit ignore on my phone and I was not aware that that was the last time I was going to get to talk to him. Mm -hmm. So um, the next morning, Friday morning, I was going to have a garage sale. I was going to sell everything I had because I had a wedding to plan and weddings aren't oh, yes. cheap. Oh, yes. So um, anything that I that didn't have sentimental value was going in this garage sale. And I had invited my aunt and my fiance to come. I was like, hey, you should skip work and come hang out with me. And, <laughs> was it a Friday? You know, that was it was a Friday, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was. And so we, um, I told him to skip and to come hang out with me. It would be fun. We planned the wedding and sell a bunch of stuff. And so when I saw my aunt's van pull up, I was like, man, I can't believe she actually like skipped work and <laughs> is coming to hang out with me. And then I saw my fiance's pickup pull up behind that, and I was like, well, that's really weird. And so at this moment, you know, your flesh is trying to warn you. Maybe the Holy Spirit is trying right. to warn you that, you know, maybe something isn't right. Um, you should probably start thinking a little more about mm -hmm. preparing yourself. Um, so the so Holy when Spirit. You, when you saw the cars pull up, there was just mm -hmm. something within you exactly. that thought this isn't right. Yes. And so um, I then saw my uncles and my aunt and I saw four people walking toward me that shouldn't be there. And um, at that point, I knew, you know, that I'm about to be handed some bad news. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy, the thoughts that go through your mind mm -hmm. in seconds, you know, mm -hmm. the, um, the bad thoughts, the good thoughts, the mm -hmm. who, what, mm -hmm. where, you know, what, 
am I going to pick up and go to a hospital? You know, what's right. going to happen? Right. And your mind starts thinking of all this stuff, mm. you know, while you see people walking towards you. So I told you that my dad taught me how to be strong and to defend myself. So um, my dad's youngest brother and his another one of his brothers got on both sides of me, and they're trying to get me in the house, and I'm like standing strong, like, no, just tell me what you got right, to tell me, right. you know? <laughs> I don't want to go inside, and um, I really don't want to hear what you have to say because, right. you know, they're not I remember, smiling. <laughs> uh, my dad was in a plane crash, mm -hmm. and my mom remembers they were overseas, and men in uniform, he was in the Air Force, came to the door, and she saw out the window, and she said to herself, like, like you said, in her mind, she thought, if I don't let them in the house, I'll yeah. never have to know what they're going to say. Like, exactly. Like there, that was the, she said it didn't make sense later, but there was mm -hmm. kind of this thing, if, once I open that door, yeah, I don't know what words are going to come out of their mouth. And so I'm mm -hmm. sure for you, you're thinking, this is not normal, mm -hmm. but I really, do I really want to know you know, right, what this exactly. is, and, and right. And the answer was no. I, I, I really, didn't, right. I didn't want to know, and I knew that they were, I knew I knew it was going to be something. Yeah. So um, that's when my dad's uncle got in front, or my dad's um, youngest brother got in front of me and um, told me that my dad had been in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, your body reacts, you know, the only way it can, and so I'm screaming, and I didn't realize that it was myself screaming. Mm -hmm. I really thought that I just kind needed whatever that noise. Experience. Yeah, because when you're dealt with so much pain at one time, there's mm -hmm. only one way your body can release mm -hmm. it. And I was trying to think about what I needed to do. What's the next step? And I just wanted this noise to stop, and I didn't realize it was even coming from me. Wow. And so um, so from there, we, we went and told my grandma and then my sister, and then um, we drove from Oklahoma City to Little Rock and... Um, so the story is, to, for the accident, um, he was entertaining customers that night. Mm -hmm. The phone call I didn't answer. Um, I actually have on recording. He left a message, and I saved it. So whenever I go speak, I, I share this message. Wow. But um, he was already inebriated at, 540, at 534 in the afternoon. He was entertaining customers that were in town. So they had went and got dinner, came back, went out, shot some guns, came back. Um, did some things around the house, probably got some more drinks and, you know, whatever. And um, when they went back out, he k kissed his wife on the forehead, said, don't wait up, mm -hmm. and they were going to go mudding. <clears throat> well, he took off down the street, and he had told me just the weekend before that, you know, you got to be careful going around this corner. It's a 90-degree corner. you got to take it in the first gear. Um, he had a CJ7 um, Jeep and it had a six inch lift and 40 inch tires on it. So it was oh a my, really big, oh my goodness. you know, so it was a toy. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so they were driving that. Um, he did not take his own advice and flipped the Jeep three mm. times. Uh, the Jeep landed on him mm. and ejected his customer out into the, the field. Um, his customer was able to dial 911 wow. and they actually didn't find them until the next day. So he died on July 15th, but they didn't find him until 1 o'clock in the morning when they mm. could pronounce him dead. Mm. So, um, Did his customer in the car uh, pass away as well? He did not. Actually, they took him to ICU, and he mm. was in ICU for several months before he was stable enough to be taken to his family in South Carolina. Oh. So it was, it was a long haul for him of recovery. Yes. Um, I don't know much about that side because I've never really actually talked to him. Mm -hmm. um, I just know, you know from our side. Mm -hmm. So it was devastating. Mm. Um, I, I didn't honestly know what to do. I didn't know um, how to cope. Right. 
I never lost. I lost my grandpa, his dad, mm -hmm. uh, two years just before that, and you know that was really hard. Mm -hmm. But when you do lose a grandparent, though, it, it is. I mean, it's very difficult. But mm -hmm. it's the, that progression seems right. Yes, you, you mm -hmm. know that you would lose a grandparent, um, and right. not so quickly to have lost a parent. So yes. I can only imagine. Yes. Uh, I mean, he was 44. Oh, I mean, that's young. That's very young. <laughs> it is. Very yeah. young. And the older I'm getting, that's very young. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So um, it was hard. Like, I um, I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't know who I could talk about it with. My my husband now um, was there for me. Of course, he wanted to talk about it, but he didn't know my dad as, as well as some people. Right. You know, but right. the people who did know, like my sister, you know, everybody handles things their own way. Absolutely. And um, I realized quickly that my sister didn't want to talk about it, mm -hmm. you know, and so I wanted to respect her for that. Mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't sure who I could turn to. Um, and I was at church one day, and a friend of mine was talking about, you know, the side thing that she does. It's called Victims Impact Panel of Oklahoma. And she was like, you should come speak for me. And I said, okay, well, you know, what do I need to do? And she said, well, you just tell your story. And I was like, I think I can do that. Wow. And so the first time I did that, I cried the whole time. Like, I don't even know if anybody heard anything I said. I cried literally the whole time. But um, it is all about impacting people who are offenders. So they're um, trying to get their license back or um, have been arrested for drinking and driving or other other related drugs or something, you know, and so. Well, Anne, what an incredible platform. And, and again, I know this is something that I'm sure you didn't sign up for. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask for, mm -hmm. but what, how brave of you to be willing to share your story, to share your dad's story Thank and you. the good and the hurtful as well, right? Because yes. I, I mean, I think in, in all of our stories, um, I mean, you're, I love that you opened up with all the wonderful things about your dad. You Thank know? you. Thank and, you. Um, and, but I'm sure those more painful things that, mm -hmm. that you do share, um, you know, those are hard. But yeah. yet, you're giving life to other people. Thank and you. your story, um, I, I, I mean, I can only imagine uh, how many people's lives have been saved because you've chosen to share that story. Thank you. And how proud your dad would be of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14 is a scripture that the Lord laid on my heart to help me get through this, that he knows the plans that he has for me. He has every step numbered for me and that he has never left me, mm -hmm. um, that he is my father yeah. and that I struggled so much with not having my earthly dad here mm -hmm. when he mm -hmm. kept reminding me that he is there for me, mm -hmm. you know, and so I just, I, I learned to lean on him more. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I stopped drinking, I stopped partying, um, I started going back to church, you know, my husband was absolutely there for me mm -hmm. um, and helping me move on, mm -hmm. you know, with those steps and everything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, I learned how to lean on God. Yeah. Well, and Anne, I've, I've never known your story, and, and I've met you several times, yes. and, uh, and your beautiful daughter, Thank and um, just, what, just what an incredible woman that you are, and, you. Um, and it's just, it's so powerful to hear other people's stories, to see, you know, how you've been able to overcome, mm -hmm. but then yet you have this tenderness towards those that maybe, maybe aren't where you're at, you know, because yeah. you, your life really could have gone in a different direction mm -hmm. after your dad's accident, but um, how the Lord met you right where you were at yes. and reminded you of his plan for you. And that's just so, so beautiful. Um, and I can only imagine 
that um, each time you share this, that there's just a new way that that you overcome in a yes. new way that you that you're growing in your strength in the Lord. Yes. Um, because um, how many years has this been now? Uh, it'll be 16 in July. Okay. Yeah. So oh, that's incredible. Thank you. Yeah, so incredible. Well, uh, I would love um, to just be able to ch talk to you more about this, and I would love to be able to put in our show notes just some of um, you know some ways that 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 people can get involved. Yes. With the same organization that you are, or to get people involved uh, that would need to hear this story. And yes. um, but what a what a gift that you are to our community. And thank, thank you, you so much for being here with us today. Thank I would love for you all to connect with our iRefresh family. You can get uh, on follow us on social media. You can look at iRefresh.net. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about what the Lord's done in your life. And maybe some of you can really connect with Anne's story about um, growing up in a family where there was too much drinking and, and alcoholism and the tragedy um, that some of that can bring. Um, and so we want to leave you with a message of hope today. And that hope is Jesus. And that, that is where Anne is leaving this, that yes. her hope is in the Lord and in the Father. Absolutely. So please connect with us at irefresh.net and go and change your world. After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh.